0: Gotta be free the way God made men And I won't be ruled by the damn went Taking your right to self-defense They say you're safer but they don't make sense Dangerous ones will not turn into guns. All the unions always ask for more All we buy is made on foreign shores. Come a day when there'll be real hell to pay. I gotta be free.
1: damn you when. And- Hello and welcome to today's broadcast of Tapping to the Truth. Hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are and whatever you may be doing, with all the usual caveats of course. With you as always, I'm your ever so humble and Mostly peaceful host Tim Tap coming to you from historic Rome County, Tennessee. And so very glad to have you along for the ride. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, whether you're listening to the podcast or if you're listening to the rebroadcast on all of the various aspects of the Vera Network, whether you're listening at WCET FM in beautiful Columbia, South Carolina, or if you're listening at thelastfrequency.com. And, of course, all of the digital extensions from there, like the very Network over on in or, or, you know, wherever. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, as we edge ever so much closer to Thanksgiving, I hope everyone has a very happy and uh, safe Thanksgiving as best you can. And uh, if it doesn't work out that way, well, then I hope it goes as well as can be. Alright, uh, let's let's uh, let's take a quick look around at some of the things that are making news, breaking news, here in just a moment. But before we do that, I need to remind you about our friends over at 4Patriots. Uh, guys, come on, seriously. As much as I'm trying to share holiday cheer right now, right off the bat, and we'll continue to try to do so from now all the way through the new year, We do still have to be realistic, and when we realistically look out and see all of the crazy, wacky, zaniness that's going on, then you've got good reason to be concerned, and you really should be taking steps to be better prepared. Nobody is better at helping you to be prepared for when things go a little sideways than our friends over at Fork Patriots. So whether you're talking about the need for backup emergency electricity, or if you're talking about the need to have their best-selling survival food kits, great tasting, last 25 years, if you can keep it that long. And Tons of things in between from water purification, seeds, gardening supplies, all kinds of things that are there to help you short term or long term. They've got you covered. And thanks to a little conversation I had with the fine folks over at 4 Patriot, they have set up a page specific for you guys, the listeners of Tap into the Truth. They set that page up so that you can see this week's deals and They update it. They change it every week. So whatever the deals of the week happen to be, well, there you go. Sometimes it's a sales price. Sometimes it's items that are about to be out of stock. In either case, you have every good reason to try to make sure that you get out there and get your product as soon as possible. Because if you don't, who knows what will happen? It could be gone. You might miss your chance. wouldn't that be a sad thing? All right. So, what you really need to do is go visit them at 4patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. You go there. Not only do they know I sent you, but you see all the special deals. So, what have you got to lose except being prepared? Trust me. Get the items. The preparedness items that can be used now if you want to, but can literally save your life later. That's the number four, patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. Please use the backslash T-A-P-P. Check all that out. And then you still can peruse the rest of the site regardless. Okay, so uh, let's jump out with what will be undoubtedly the biggest talking point of the next few days, if not the rest of the week. It'll be interesting to see how it gets spun and what all else transpires with it. We are, of course, talking about the fact that Israeli officials voted on Wednesday morning, uh, local time, to approve a deal in which dozens of hostages kidnapped by Hamas will be let go in exchange for Israel releasing some Palestinian women and minors convicted of crimes from prisons inside Israel. Now, this seems kind of an odd deal to me. Uh, Women and minors that were convicted, uh, you know, the judicial system in Israel is a little different than what we uh, think of around here. I tend to believe that these women and minors that are currently in an Israeli prison are probably, and I'm just going to say it, and I know I'm going to ruffle some feathers by saying it, but they're still probably much better off staying in in, an Israeli prison than being turned over, released into the Gaza envelope. I'm just saying. Okay, so the point here is Hamas will release 12 to 13 hostages a day for four days in exchange for a ceasefire during that period of time. Now, the Times of Israel is reporting uh, this bit of information. Uh, I'm sure it will be independently verified over the course of the next few hours. So by the time a lot of you guys hear this broadcast, you'll probably have this had not been over-reported, and you'll probably be tired of hearing it by then. But this is still relatively new breaking news at the time of the broadcast here. So we'll continue to talk about it. Now Israel will release about three times that number. Remember, we're talking 12 to 13 a day from Hamas. Israel's going to release nearly three times that 12 to 13. In the whole idea here is the idea is they're going to let them return to their homes, not in Gaza, as it turns out, but in Judea and Samaria and East Jerusalem. Uh, this seems odd as well, because these are territories that are typically controlled by the PLO, not Hamas. These are territories that have far more influence coming from Hezbollah, who, as you probably know, and if not, uh, you probably should know, Hezbollah has been attacking Israeli uh, military bases, and they did some major damage to one uh, just the other day. So we're looking at this at returning to homes in Judea, Samaria, East Jerusalem. A lot of people that have been convicted of crimes. Now Israel also reportedly agreed to allow fuel to go into Gaza, as well as significant amount of humanitarian aid. Israel's military and security agencies all reportedly supported the deal. It's not clear when the ceasefire is actually expected to go into effect. I would imagine that detail will be reported to much more significance in the, again in the next few hours. Benjamin Netanyahu reportedly demanded that some of the conditions include the possibility for further hostages to be released after the four-day pause. A commitment by Hamas to locate and find hostages held by other terror groups inside Gaza, and a refusal to release Palestinians from Israeli prisons who've been convicted of murder. Also, according to this report, they said that the is that Israel believes Hamas can help locate 30 additional women and children who were taken hostage by other terrorist groups. And that's kind of what they're expecting Hamas to do here. Quoting from Netanyahu, We are at war, and will continue the war. We will continue the war until we achieve all of our war aims to eliminate Hamas. Return all of our hostages and are missing, and ensure that there is no element in Gaza that threatens Israel. Now, uh, according to the IDF and Mossad, uh, they've supposedly made it completely clear in their professional assessment that the security of the Israeli forces will be ensured during the pause, meaning that if Hamas breaks the ceasefire, that they will retaliate. That that will effectively be the end of the brief pause as the Biden administration has taken to call in such things. That uh, they'll be focused during this pause and that the intelligence efforts will be maintained in those days. In other words, they're going to keep an eye on it. They're going to keep utilizing all their resources to make sure that Hamas isn't trying to double deal. They've made it clear that not only will the war effort not be harmed, it will enable the IDF to prepare for the continuation of the fighting. Now, Okay, fair enough. I get politics as part of this deal. Okay? Uh, Clearly, there are reasons to try to safely return as many hostages that have been taken by the terrorist organizations and groups that operate within this region. As many of those people as possible to get them back. I, I understand that. The argument can be made that humanitarian aid to the civilian population is still going to be a positive, especially since Israel's been doing way more to try and help protect and oversee and care for the so-called Palestinian civilians uh, than Hamas has made any effort to. There's no question. There's no doubt. Not very many people on the political left want to hear that. They'll deny it. They'll claim that that's propaganda. They'll claim that I'm telling you a lie. But if you understand the situation, and if you've taken even just five minutes to really look at the circumstance on the ground, uh, that's all it takes. You don't have to have actually visited. You don't actually have to have friends in Israel. You don't have to have the conversations. You just have to spend a few minutes of actual research time. And you know, it's not propaganda. It's the truth. Israel has done more to protect the civilian populations in Gaza than any other military has done to protect civilian citizens citizens. Civilian populations of an adversarial group in an adversarial territory or a disputed territory than any other military in history. Period. They, they went far above and beyond, but with the understanding that the effort to save the hostages, to get them returned, this still feels like a very bad deal to me. And the reason it feels like a bad deal is because if Hamas is making this effort, if they're making this offer, if they're saying, yeah, sure, just give us some time off and send some fuel in, then number one, they want the fuel to continue the war effort. They want to move their forces around. They want to regroup. They want the opportunity to take more Israeli lives as Israel continues their effort to negate Hamas, to eradicate Hamas, to end the presence of Hamas, period. And that should be a non-negotiable end goal of this war. Hamas forfeited the right to exist, and I would say a large majority of the People that actually took part in some of the inhumane, grotesque, horrific actions of October 7th uh, forfeited their right to continue to live. Since they are a death cult, since they do, in fact, fetishize death and dying and becoming a martyr, then, in a way... They'll kind of be getting what they want. Now, Tim, you can't—you can't be going around saying things like this. That's inhumane. It's certainly insensitive. How dare you say such a thing? Okay, fair enough. It is insensitive, but pardon me if I don't feel particularly obligated to be sensitive to a group of murderous, bloodthirsty, inhumane creatures that maimed, murdered, raped, defiled corpses after the murder of women, children, young girls. It's just... No, I'm not going to have a lot of sympathy for those perpetrators. I'm not going to have a lot of sympathy for the people that continue to support those perpetrators. I'm just, I'm not. And no reasonable person should. It's insane. should be considered unacceptable. Yet here we are. Again, I, I fully understand. They, they I can't help but feel like this is partially due to international pressure. But at the end of the evaluation of this deal, it feels like Israel's giving up a whole lot more than they're getting, assuming they get anything. And it's only going to end up costing more Israeli lives and more Palestinian lives, too. Uh, Palestinian civilians, some of which actually legitimately are innocent civilians. There is such a creature. These people are going to be further endangered, because here's the problem. Very simple calculus. Most people are unwilling to make it. The way it's being framed by the political left, the people that want to support Hamas, the people that want to act like somehow this terrorist group are still just people trying to look out for their people. Is it humane? Is it a war crime? What is the calculus for taking out the terrorist? If the terrorist hides behind a child, should you kill the child to get to the terrorist? That's the way they want to frame it. Here's the answer to that. You do what's necessary to eliminate the terrorist, because if you do not, that terrorist will kill dozens, if not hundreds, more children. That's the calculus. That is the cost-benefit analysis. You have to do both when you do such an analysis. Not just the benefit, not just the cost, but the cost-benefit. It's funny how the political left will, depending on the nature of whatever it is they're looking at, will only do one half of that equation. If they're talking about trying to push everybody into electric vehicles, they'll look at the benefit. They will not. They refuse to look at the cost. And in this argument, that child that Hamas is using as a human shield, they'll look at the cost, but they won't look at the benefit. The benefit being how many more children's lives are saved. Again, I, I don't want children to die don't get me wrong. I know some people are going to hear me say that, and that's how they're going to twist it, because as we know, the left is going to twist everything that's said by a conservative anyway, especially if that conservative isn't agreeing with them, isn't being a good, useful idiot on their behalf. Well, sorry, I'm not going to fall into that category. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to continue to scratch my head and wonder how much of this was agreed to solely in an effort to try and rescue these hostages, to get as many of them returned as possible, and how much of this was actually international pressure that... Put Israel in a position where Benjamin Netanyahu and the rest of the Israeli government felt that it was necessary to try and maintain some level of operational respect and and continue to get some of the aid that was necessary. And I wouldn't doubt it if it's not a lot of it coming from the Biden administration in particular because they're all over the place with this. Their support of Israel, they they say the pretty words, but depending on which member of the administration you're talking to and at what moment, the messages being mixed is a very diplomatic and kind way of phrasing it. They're, They're in every possible lane. Would be curious to find out how much happens to be one, how much happens to be the other. Alright, we're getting really close to having to take the first mid-hour break, but before we do, let me, uh, let me just tell you a little something. Right now, one of the big stories that folks have been talking about the last couple of days has a lot to do with foreign elections, a certain character was elected the new president in a nation that's a bit geographically, a, a bit away from us, a bit down the road, but that politically had been mimicking the direction that the political left, the globalist political left, want to take our country. As a result, the economy there, it's been left in shambles. When you employ modern monetary theory, when you employ the idea that you can just continue to print money, print money, print money, use fiat currency, and not have to back it up by any means. When you do these things, you devalue and devalue to the point that, well, you can possibly default. You can bankrupt. You can ruin your entire country's ability to create and redefine wealth and to be able to move forward so one of the big promises that's been made there is they actually want to move away from the peso used there and move to the U.S. dollar to back up their economy now at the moment that still seems really good based on where they're at but we've seen the demise of the dollar we've seen the direction the dollar is going and I have to warn you that as a result, if you don't do something to hedge your bet and to, to get your dollars valued, uh, to, to find stores of value, to save your wealth, that you could find yourself in the same kind of financial situation that this other country is facing. So, when you look at just basic, simple facts, like every country around the world, central banks around the world, major institutions, even the International Monetary Fund. When you look at the fact that all these organizations own substantial gold holdings, and you realize that all these entities that control fiat currency... When they have physical gold, leads to one question. Shouldn't you? And the answer to that, of course, is yes, yes, you should. Not a hard question. So, here's what you at least should do. Give a call to our friends over at Harvard Gold Group to get your free investment guide okay, they'll put you on a path to help you decide what's best for you, and in some cases, believe it or not, you know, currently, investing in gold may not be the best route for you to take, and I, I can't attest to what every other uh, company out there that's going to try to sell you gold, to try to move you into a gold IRA, going to try to get you to purchase physical gold, I can't promise Tell you what all of them are going to do. But I can tell you what Harvard Gold Group will do. They're going to look at your situation. And they're going to tell you if it's a fit for you or not. And then they're going to help you move in the direction of getting gold or silver into your IRA. Or if you prefer to have physical gold delivered to you. They'll help you out with that too. So... To get that free investor's guide, to get to talk to these folks, you got two options. You can give them a call at 844-977-Gold. That's 844-977-4653. Or you can visit them at harvardgoldgroup.com. In either case, make sure that you mention TAP, T-A-P-P, or tap into the truth. Mention it. Let them know where you heard it. That will, uh, that will entitle you to an additional $250 worth of gold and silver on top of any other promotional uh, efforts that you might qualify for, of course, when you make a qualifying purchase. So either way, you know, it's a chance to get free gold and free silver, Uh you know trust me tack it on to whatever is going on and that's if it works out for you again give them a call just to get started that free investors guide is just you finding out if they can help and getting to know these folks and trust me these folks are man there's a reason that when i tell you is there a premier conservative gold company out there? You know that I mean it. There's a reason why I say it. It's not just a catchphrase. It's not just a sales pitch. It's not just a slogan. It is the reality. They are the premier conservative gold company out there. Give them that call. Go ahead. Give the call. 844-977-GOLD. That's 844 977 Six, five, three, or HarvardGoldGroup dot com. Just, just go do it. it it's good for you. <laughs> okay, it's good for you. Uh, all right, let's take that mid hour break. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back.
2: Hi,
3: this is Tim Rivers uh, from American Gulag Chronicles, and you're listening to Tim Tap and tapping
4: to the truth.
5: Hello, my fellow Americans. It is not immoral for us sovereign citizens to put the United States' interest first. Also, on today's page from the Nook brought to you by Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. When I look at the overall struggle between those who do not properly value our republic and strive to put foreign interests above our national security and those who understand and appreciate the concept of a strong, prosperous United States, which, of course, leads to a much higher probability of of a good life for us and our families. I am reminded of a great book I read in high school called The Virtue of Selfishness by Ayaan Rand. In her book, Ms. Rand fully explained the importance of first looking out for yourself, your family, your home, and your nation. She spelled out the need for people, particularly Americans, to work first to be the best they can be as a person in all facets of life so that when the needs of others are presented, you are in a much better position to help them. Thus, it is not only foolish but destructive to not rationally set out to build up and protect the sovereignty of our republic. In fact, it is immoral for the government to place the interest of foreign invaders above we, the people who, through over taxation, are paying for that government. I'm Ron Edwards.
6: Beanstalks is designed specifically for people who haven't started investing yet or don't know how to do it or haven't been trained how to do it or are worried about investing in the stock market that they've never done before. It's a robo-advisor system that really simplifies the investing process. The challenge we all have is that as you work and you grow in your career, you have to put something aside for yourself when you retire, around 65 years old. And the idea of Beanstalks is to simplify that whole process. In other words, Put aside 10% of your salary each week, maybe just $100, and let it go to work in the stock market for you. And what Beanstock does is basically automate that process for you. Easy to set up. You can transfer directly to your bank account and puts it into exchange-traded funds, which are baskets of many stocks, which gives you diversification. That's the whole key. The idea that you can have this done for you weekly or bi-monthly, but the most important thing is to start now and make it so that you are putting something aside For your own retirement, Beanstalks just makes it really simple to do.
2: It has four custom moth levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60 day money back guarantee and 10 year warranty.
1: Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code T-A-P-P or call 1-800-659-9936. That's MyPillow.com with promo code T-A-P-P.
2: Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only nineteen ninety eight. dollars That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow,
7: America. Introducing Einstock Drink, Conquer, Repeat, Skull, Einstock Beer is a globally distributed, award-winning Icelandic craft beer. Einstock is created from the Icelandic water that flows from glaciers through lava fields and delivers some of the purest water on earth. Knowing that beer is 95% water, we source the first and most vital ingredient from the local springs of a mountain that stands guard over the town of Acuary, just 60 miles south of the Arctic Circle. Einstock beer is crafted with locally sourced ingredients, and the brewery runs from 100% renewable energy sources, geothermal, and hydropower. Einstock has become the number one craft beer and also the number one alcohol export from Iceland. Here in the United States, you can find einstock beer on the shelves at retail chains like ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, Bemmo, Cost Plus World Market, HEB in Texas, Kroger, Publix, Target, Total Wine, Trader Joe's, and Whole Foods, just to name a few. So won't you raise a glass and drink, conquer, repeat. Skull.
3: Hey, Jared, what's up? Well, my company gave me this Pride t-shirt. They say I gotta wear it to celebrate the LGBTQ. That's not really my thing, and, well, I sure as hell don't want to promote it. Yeah, I can understand that. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just tired of all this woke bullshit. I mean, I've worked 20 years for this company. Well, they've been great until they started all this crap.
4: I just want a job where I'm not forced to support all this nonsense.
3: Yeah,
2: I hear you.
4: I'm Andrew Krabshetz CEO of RedBalloon.Work, America's woke-free job board. We connect good employees with great companies without all that woke bullshit. So if you're an employee who's tired of all the nonsense, then put your resume on RedBalloon. And if you're an employer looking for hardworking, reliable job seekers, then post your open jobs at RedBalloon.Work. I'm Andrew Krabschatz. Wait, no, it's okay, guys. That's just my last name. I'm Andrew Krabshetz from RedBalloon.Work. Check us out today. Zed I'm with Finance Technologies, and you're listening to Tin Tap and Tap into the Truth.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for staying with me through that very brief break want to make sure before we jump into the next title that I remind you about this ridiculously crazy screaming deal that's currently being offered by one of my favorite pieces of gun gear. Uh, Yeah, we're talking about a special holiday promotion going on from our friends at Vanish Holster. See, they're doing this really awesome deal. You can buy one of their ultra-comfortable holsters at the discounted price that comes from using the backslash T-A-P-P at the end of VanishHolster.com. Yeah, you get that, that great discounted rate. You're getting $40 off of whatever. But if you're buying just the holster, you get that discount. And then you can go ahead and get a second holster, For 50% off of that already low discounted price. So it's buy one, get one half price after a discount's being added. You can't beat a deal like that. I don't care who you are or what you're talking about. That is a heck of a deal. So it's perfect. It's literally perfect if you want to own and use the world's most comfortable holster and give one to a friend or a family member. Now, I promise that you will love this holster more than any other that you own. And the reason why you will is because you can use it to carry almost any gun that you own in absolute comfort. It's so comfortable, you'll forget you're wearing it which, by the way, is why they call it the Vanish holster in the first place. This revolutionary holster fits 99% of all semi-automatic handguns. It works without a tactical belt. It lets you carry in multiple positions and also lets you conceal two fully loaded magazines. And best of all, It comes with a money back guarantee. So if you don't love it, you get all your money back with a hassle-free return policy. Now, since this is a holiday deal, it is set to expire soon. And the truth of the matter is that they are going to have to raise prices again soon. So you're not going to get a better chance at a better deal than this. And, well, you know, criminals are more emboldened than ever. And the threat of terrorism is looming larger than it has in a very long time. So don't make the mistake of not being armed just because your holster is uncomfortable. Go to www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P right now. So you have a holster that makes it a pleasure to carry all day, every day. Happy Holidays from Vanish Holsters www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. What are you waiting for? Go right now. (laughs) Keep listening to the show, but but go. (laughs) All right, let's get to the next topic. Guys, I, I really, really have spent a lot of time lamenting the fact that once upon a time, the Pentagon understood what its role was. It it understood what the job of the military was. It's not pretty. It's not pleasant. It's not politically correct. It is to, you know, go break stuff and, you know, occasionally kill people. It's not a hard concept. However, right now, the Pentagon is requesting... $114.7 million in order to fund diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility initiatives. They, they want this for fiscal year 2024. After, get this, after the department failed its sixth consecutive annual Audit happened just this month. Six in a row failed the audit and still wants over a hundred million dollars for diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility. Now, the Defense Department's DEI spending, it's increased in recent years, especially under the Biden administration, because of course it is the Obama policies on steroids. It is a case where they understand that DEI means D-I-E for conservative values, for the American Republic as we know it. They understand this, which is why they want it in every part of the government, even the ones that it doesn't make any sense at all. Not that it makes any sense to have it anywhere, but still, You know what I mean. The military, the defense department, come on. This is literally the one place where they should never be allowed. You can't have an effective military, a prepared military that's ready to go do the job, whatever it requires, if you're too worried about someone's sensitivities. Biden's trying to make it harder and harder to undo the damage that these programs will do. That's why you got to push it everywhere and push it hard. In 2022, the department requested $68 million. And in 2023, it was $86.5 million. The DOD's latest DEI-related budget request marks the highest $1. Yet, literally taking it over a hundred million. The Pentagon's defense budget overview stated: quote, the fiscal year twenty twenty-four president's budget request demonstrates the DOD's commitment to DEIA and includes $114.7 million for dedicated diversity and inclusion activities. It noted that the funds will be invested in programs and initiatives aimed at furthering DEIA, and incorporating DEIA values, uh, objectives, and considerations in how we do business and execute our missions. Excuse me? I mean, I'm sorry, I gotta hit the break. How you execute your missions. At what point does diversity, equity, accessibility, why do these things matter when it comes to executing your missions when your mission as the department of defense should be to eliminate the bad guys that want to hurt us the only inclusion that should be there is including all of the bad guys the only diversity that should be concerned at all is that in the course of training your military that members of any particular ethnic background, any particular skin tone, should be equally trained and should be equally lethal and equally working to do the job of defending us, the good guys, against the bad guys. That really should be the extent of it. How do you execute the missions at that point? I'm afraid that Diversity really doesn't enter the equation. Equity? No, it doesn't. Inclusion? I can't see it. And I'm still trying to figure out why accessibility is now being lumped in with the other three. But hey, all part of the Biden administration and those people pulling those particular strings, efforts to try and make diversity, equity, and inclusion seem reasonable. Now, the Biden administration's DOD aims to ensure that DEI initiatives infiltrate the entire workforce. The Pentagon's strategic management plan for fiscal 2022 all the way through 2026... It outlined five goals and 13 objectives for furthering the agency's diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts in the workforce. The goals include enhancing global joint warfighter capabilities to address emerging security challenges, advancing a culture of organizational resiliency. Expanding equity and equality, promoting workforce inclusivity, and furthering a commitment to accessibility. Now, again, I'm not sure that DEI efforts affects at all enhancing the global joint capability. Don't really think it has much to do with the culture of organizational resiliency. Uh, You don't need DEI to actually train your military to do their jobs. Expanding equity and equality. Okay, Uh, if there is some some systemic issue there. Then, okay, address it. It doesn't require special training. It requires you to take a look at it and say, okay, got two candidates. Mm, Which one's the best one? Oh, no, merit-based. I forgot. That's bad. Only it's not. Have, you, you want to talk about equity? Have equal expectations on every position and forget about equity. Equality is good. Equity, and nah. Equity is some bovine excrement. Now, workforce inclusivity, if you want to spend a little extra time trying to recruit folks that fit certain uh, boxes that you want to check, as long as you're still bringing in qualified recruits who are going to come in, that are going to take the job Seriously, that are going to be there for the right reasons, that are going to take the oath and then honor the oath, live up to the oath, execute the oath, then I don't have a problem with that. Hey, great, good reaching out. But if you take it to a point that you're so busy checking boxes that you don't actually check the character of these people, if you artificially promote them, If you're turning our freaking military into a social experiment, then you're the one screwing up. The Pentagon has no right to have this money if it's just going to waste it and make America less safe. Which, of course, we know this is what's happening. According to their statements... Going back to quoting from it now, a myriad of contemporary policy changes has encouraged racial ethnic minorities, including immigrants, you notice they don't mention if they're legal or illegal, to consider military service. While these endeavors have substantially diversified the entry pipelines racial, ethnic minority, and female representation remains low at senior leadership levels. Okay, well, doesn't it take time to work up to senior leadership levels? And also, when you really start getting way up there to leadership levels, senior leadership levels, doesn't that become a matter of, Appointments by political actors? (sighs) Seems to be that the issue isn't with the work ethic of the level of diversity. It seems to be that the people that decide who becomes senior leadership have been pulling from a limited pool. Hopefully, their ability to do the job has at least factored into some degree, but unfortunately, we do know that there's been a concerted effort by a few of the last several commander-in-chiefs to appoint people to high generals and admiral positions, senior leadership positions, based on their political beliefs in their willingness to back the political policies of the commander-in-chief as opposed to, you know, do their jobs and point out to the commander-in-chief if they're, from a military standpoint, making an error. To be willing to speak up. I mean, that is one of the perks of being a senior leadership individual in the department of justice the department of defense the department of whatever and in particular in the military it's one of the parts you don't just have the ability you have the responsibility to speak up speak out to them respectfully of course within the code of conduct of the military of course Ultimately, the Commander-in-Chief is still the Commander-in-Chief, but you at least need to be on the record, and if you know that they're making a terrible, horrible, very no-good mistake, then you should resign your commission, step out, and then publicly explain your position and challenge them then. Because once you've resigned your commission, you've stepped away, then you're still acting within the realm of what is acceptable behavior. This plan also says that the uh, Department of Defense must support an environment free from extremist behavior. Now, how they're defining extremist, they're just talking about conservatives. This is not an environment that should be from should be free from conservative values quite the opposite and I love the fact that they can be extreme and they refuse to define that as extreme because it's their point of view but heaven forbid if we start talking about uh I don't know something like the constitution or the love of god and country uh yeah then all of a sudden that's extreme they, they never seem to understand what extremist behavior really is. Now, while the Biden administration's Pentagon continues to set its focus on advancing DEI initiatives, the agency recently failed not its first, not its second, not the third, not the fourth, not the fifth, but its sixth annual audit in a row. That being completed just this past week. Six in a row. Since the 1990s, the DOD has been required to complete yearly audits. However, the agency only began performing the mandatory audits in 2018. Meaning that there's been kind of a gap in time from the point where they were required to do it to the time they actually started. And the Pentagon has never successfully passed any of its annual audits. Just hadn't happened. They're too irresponsible uh, to manage to pass the audits. This year's audit revealed that only half of the DoD's $3.8 trillion in assets and $4 trillion in liabilities could be accounted for. Seven of the 29 components passed, seven, and one received a qualified rating. The review was conducted by 1,600 auditors who completed 700 site visits. The DOD released an article last week noting that the agency had made, quote, incremental progress. Eh, We made it a little better had made incremental progress since the previous year's audit. Last year, the agency failed to prove expenditures of 61% of its $3.5 trillion in assets. Now, Michael McCord, the Undersecretary of Defense, Comptroller, and DOD's Chief Financial Officer said, quote, I want to highlight that while we still have much work to do, Our work on the audit over the last few years has yielded significant benefits to the department. (sighs) He also said, quoting again, our efforts to track, coordinate, I'm sorry, track, coordinate and quickly deliver security systems to our allies and partners in Ukraine. And now Israel is closely related to the work across the DoD enterprise on readiness. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin said that a successful audit is still years away. He's planning on getting there, but it's years away. Aye, aye, aye. (sighs) All right, guys. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after we reset the hour.
0: So much more from so much less. Now they can say when.
4: Hey, y'all, this is Derek Johnson. You can find me at DerrickJohnsonCountry.com, and you're listening to Tim Tap and Tapping Through the Truth. She's hair pulled back in a camo cap with a catfish on the line. She's an evening gown, night on the town, candlelight and wine. She's shy, she's bold, she's like a nice cold fireball whiskey shot. She's a big high five on the 50-yard line, she's a real cool
6: kind of hot.
0: With her long hair's blowing out a roll-down window, my old truck shines like a brand-new limo. I'm the guy with the big old smile and all the selfie shots. She's like an August day when you're bailing hay and
5: that lemonade hits the spot. She's fun and free and lets me be me. She's a real cool kind of hot. Yeah, real cool.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome as we dive headlong into hour number two of today's broadcast of Tap into the Truth. Thanks for being here. As always, I do appreciate it. Uh, remember, uh, whatever else you're going to do, I want you to be prepared, okay? I-, I don't want you to be afraid. I want you to be informed. I want you to, to be aware, and I want you to be prepared And that's also why I spend a lot of time trying to introduce you guys to our friends over at Four Patriots because they have the preparedness items that you can use right now but can literally save your life later uh, in the event that things go sideways. And it really depends on how bad sideways things go before it becomes a big issue. So, again, just go visit our friends. Uh, that's 4 backslash T-A-P-P. You want to use the backslash T-A-P-P because that that's a special page just for you. You, as a listener of Tapping to the Truth, you'll get to see this week's deals and specials. Uh, check it out before they go away, either because the sale comes to an end or because they sell out of the product. And, you know, sometimes... It takes a while, especially with supply chain issues, for them to restock on the items when they sell out. So it might be your last chance to get these items for a very long time. So check them out and get over there. Beat everybody else to the punch. So that's the number four, patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. Get yourself a uh, power sidekick, uh, the Patriot sidekick. That's what I got. It's a great little thing. It's handy. It's lightweight. My grandson, Israel can literally carry it around if he needs to. And he's not even a year yet. Uh, he's getting close though, by the way, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, need something bigger. Need to keep your electricity going. Need to keep your refrigerator running, keep your lights on, keep medical devices going, uh, for extended period of time with no electricity. Uh, they've got you covered for that too. Uh, the, uh, the these generators, they don't need gasoline. They don't need fuel of any kind. So you don't have to worry about fumes. No, uh, <laughs> no concerns of side effects that can affect your health. And if it is an extended period of time, they're very quiet, and you can use the solar panel to recharge if you have to. It's good stuff. And my favorite thing that they've got going on over there, uh, there's a lot of stuff I love, but my favorite is the best-selling, fantastic Survival Food Kits. Uh, Ken Crow was on with us last Friday, and he was saying that uh, the Food Kits actually make a really nice Christmas gift. So if you're looking for a stocking stuffer. Uh, First, they'll need a really big stocking. But if you're looking for something that's outside of the norm, that you know is useful, will be of use, and that uh, maybe they don't have or don't have enough of, uh, these food kits make for a great gift. They really do. I I hadn't even thought about that, personally, until Ken mentioned it himself. And, uh, you know, I'm going to have to have Ken on... uh, at least once a week moving forward because he, he does more to try to help sell these products than I do. Uh, Cause he talks about a lot of great stuff and a lot of great angles, but uh yeah, just again, number four patriots.com backslash TAPP for patriots.com backslash TAPP. Okay. So you know what? It's something that, Some folks have been talking about, but it has fallen to kind of those side stories, partially because not everybody has really uh, acknowledged that it's the case. They're, They're not necessarily independently verifying that it's true, but evidently North Korea launched what it claims It's a spy satellite. North Korea has launched a satellite into orbit. They did this on Tuesday this past week. Uh, An operation that drew... Well... A little bit of rebuke, I I think is a fair assessment. Uh, The White House... Several of our allies in the region... Expressed some alarm. The state-run media reported that uh, one of the rockets launched from North Korea's west coast, uh, and that it accurately placed a reconnaissance satellite into orbit. And this is being reported by South Korea's news. And, you know, the South Korean news agency, they don't have a reason to lie about it. They have a reason to be concerned about it, but not to lie about it. So I think at least the parts that have been verified are worth talking about. Of course, North Korea's leader, Kim Jong-un, he himself reportedly observed the launch, which followed two failed attempts earlier this year. Uh, This latest operation, of course, being cast as part of a legitimate right to strengthen self-defense, and according to Kim Jong-un himself, he's vowed that more satellites would follow in what he said to be, quote, a short period of time. Now, the White House issued a statement saying that the United States strongly condemns North Korea's use of ballistic missile technology in brazen violation of multiple United Nations Security Council resolutions which you know uh, has about as much authority as a wet piece of paper because you know when the u.n speaks right Uh, i mean here we are over at the united nations we decree that you are a violator of human rights This, according to Iran, China, and Pakistan. <laughs> yeah, okay, so you get what I'm saying, right? Not exactly uh, an authority. We still like to pretend like it means something they don't. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. National Security Council spokesperson uh, Adrin Watson also said that the launch raises tensions and risks destabilizing the security situation in the region and beyond. Now, I would like to know exactly what it is they're talking about, because right now China's going wild around the world. I mean, China is making their final preparations to take Taiwan. They have undue and unnecessary influence in the Western Hemisphere, particularly in the southern part of the Western Hemisphere, lots of South American and Central American nations are making inroads. Of course, they're all over Africa as well. Uh, it's If you really knew everything China was up to, you'd be kind of nervous. You really should know what they're into. But destabilizing the area, Japan's already concerned. Taiwan's already on freaking red alert. I don't think South Korea could possibly be less concerned with where the things have been at for the last little bit. So, when you say that it risks destabilizing the security in the region, that seems like a bit of an understatement. It seems like you're trying to, you know, downplay the situation, just dismiss. I mean, my real concern is. Was this really a spy satellite, or is this something different? Was this really North Korea doing it, or did China finally show up and help North Korea get over the top with this so they could launch something from there? In essence, it actually being a Chinese satellite. Doesn't really matter. South Korea's military said that it determined that the launch uh, was... uh, you know, they said that they determined that the launch from the area in the evening local time that the rocket flew over waters west of the border islands. Uh, it came hours before a 10-day launch window North Korea gave to Japan as a safety warning. So folks were upset there because, oh no, it was earlier than what we said it would be. Now, personally, I'm shocked North Korea gave a 10-day launch window uh, warning to Japan in the first place. Uh, obviously, that is in an effort not to destabilize the security of the region. Uh, South Korean officials believe that North Korea was able to make progress with the help of, get this, Russia. Russia after the technical issues mired the prior two launches this year. Uh, That actually reported also by the New York Times. Uh, Not exactly a bastion of great information these days, but some people still consider it a worthy resource. Now Japan, as well as South Korea, has pressed North Korea to halt the launch, The Japanese Prime Minister warned North Korea against the use of ballistic missile technology in violation of UN resolutions and said that it would pose a, quote, serious threat that affects the safety of our people. Basically, they're concerned that uh, it would have been another failed launch and that debris would have landed in their territories and possibly hurt civilians. Now, indeed, following the launch on Tuesday, the Japanese government issued a J-alert missile warning urging residents uh, in the Okinawa area, in particular, to take shelter for a short time. Excuse me. That was reported by the Associated Press. Bloomberg News reported that officials in South Korea's capital, Seoul, believed that North Korea's satellite would be relatively primitive. But the report said that it could help foster target lists as North Korea continues development of missiles meant to carry nuclear warheads. Meanwhile, South Korea is planning to launch its first home-built satellite to assist with surveillance efforts at the end of November using one of SpaceX's Falcon 9 rockets uh, with more to follow. So, they're kind of getting into the game too. Everybody wants to have a satellite now to spy on. They're spying across borders. Do you really have to have a satellite satellite? When you're South Korea, to to know what North Korea is up to. I mean, I would ask North Korea the same thing. Exactly who are you looking to spy on, Kim Jong-un? I I, I don't understand the need for you to have a satellite, especially when you have such close ties, close relationships with China and Russia and Iran. You can get good intel from your new little buddies and your long-time buddies. You don't really need a satellite of your own. So it does kind of feel like the big question here is, are they really concerned about putting the satellite in space? Or is this, like the Japanese were warning, just an effort for them to improve their ballistic missile technology? Because if you can use one of these rockets to put a satellite into space, you can use one of these missiles to carry a nuclear warhead to any other point on the planet. Just saying. Again, not trying to scare you, just want to make sure you're aware. Now, Joe Biden, the calm, cool, collected, great leader of the western world, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., and his national security team are assessing the situation in close coordination with allies and partners. See, that's good to know. I feel better already. How about you? Now, the U.S. urges all countries to condemn this launch and to call on North Korea to come to the table for serious negotiations the door has not closed on diplomacy, but North Korea must immediately cease its provocation. It must immediately cease all of these provocative actions and instead choose engagement. The United States will take all necessary measures to ensure the security of the American homeland, and the defense of our Republic of Korea and Japanese allies. Oh, such bold and brave and unquestionably true words. Every step, every possible method, everything that you could possibly even think for just a second, they'll do it. Oh, they're serious. Never mind the fact that they're allowing them to develop the technology. Never mind the fact that now Russia seems to be helping. Never mind the fact that China can help whenever they choose to, and mostly just choose not to, because they like having the little chihuahua on a chain, which is the way China has kind of looked at North Korea for a while now. It's like they're kind of wild cards out there. They do their own thing. But basically, we just need to keep them reeled in enough and we'll let them bark and distract you guys and, you know, do the saber rattling, do the threats, uh, occasionally make Japan nervous. You know, that's that's part of the gig. They're cool with that. But you know, Russia's not going to go help North Korea with this technology without China saying, yeah, okay, go ahead. You guys do. it." We're busy plotting. We're busy making our plans to go into Taiwan. That's supposed to be mysterious, by the way. Uh, Anyway. (coughs) Excuse me, I'm sorry. This is a story that's probably going to be downplayed. <clears throat> but I can see, strangely enough, that possibly the Biden administration will will try to divert your attention with this because they're gonna pretend to talk tough and pretend to get somewhere with it, but we know they're not. See the coalition that China has built and is continuing to build It's a thumb in the eye to the United States. And right now, Joe Biden is so weak on the international stage, he's not capable of projecting enough strength to just do the three stooges thing and put his hand up and block the eye gouge. I mean, he's not even capable of being a stooge at this point. Stooge requires a level of competency that he doesn't have. just wanted to take a second to let that set in. Now, if you're one of the younger listeners and you're not familiar with the Three Stooges, uh, look them up, guys, and watch some some classic Three Stooges action. Uh, Not the more recent movie, although they didn't do a bad job with the movie, but you just need to go see what I'm talking about. Moe, Larry, Curly. I mean, I'm not anti-Shep, I'm not anti-Joe, but the Three Stooges. Curly is one of the Three Stooges, and the other guys are just substitutes, okay? Except no substitutions, of my motto. Uh, just saying. Anyway, some of the things that they would do, this is what's required. Just a bare minimum effort to be a stooge. Block the eye gouge. That's not what I'm saying make Mo have to go two fingers instead of just the divided one. You know what I'm saying. And if you don't, go see it. But Most of you I know do. Okay, so as silly as that sounds, the reality is way more silly. The reality is that North Korea, if they are capable of putting a few more satellites up, then we know that they're capable of delivering nuclear payloads anywhere on the planet. And we know then that China is able to launch nuclear weapons to any point on the planet and make it look like North Korea did it. And make it look like Russia's responsible for helping them to improve their technology. So they still have, on the international stage, when they go visit the United Nations... A little thing called plausible deniability, ain't that grand? It's actually a special kind of BS, is what that is. But you know, what can you do? Sit back, be angry about it. It's not gonna change anything. Ah. Uh. Despite that, presumably at some point in the near future, someone other than Joe Biden will be occupying the White House. Hopefully, a conservative who's good on the the international stage. Hopefully, somebody who's good economically as well. But you should be hedging your bets right now. You should be putting physical gold and silver to work, protecting the hard-earned wealth that you've built over time, protecting your efforts to this point as you look to move into the future. A store of value that will be in excess of the value of the dollar and certainly better for you than the digital dollar because you'll still have some privacy. Yes, I'm talking about Gold and silver, they are hard currency that's technically outside of government control. Now, the digital dollar, the U.S. Fed coin, all this, that's 100% government control over your money. We we talked about this. During recessions, historically speaking, gold and silver tend to go up significantly in value because during a recession, the value of the dollar is going down, so more dollars are required to buy the asset that does not change. Hard asset retirement accounts give you more control of your retirement account. So if you're looking for that IRA, getting gold and silver back to IRAs are a great idea. So whether you're looking to try and protect yourself from the out-of-control government spending and government debt that is devaluing the dollar left and right, uh, whether you're just looking for a investment that uh, will allow you to diversify your holdings. Well, gold significantly outperformed the Dow and the S&P for over the past 20 years. Tends to be a safe haven during times of political uncertainty. It hedges uh, against volatil- volatility. In markets, and again, the value of the dollar. It's a hard asset and it allows you to diversify away from fiat currencies. It's good to have some precious metals, gold and silver in particular, in your portfolio. So, what's the best way to go about it? Times like these, it's going to be doing business with people that you know share your values. That's why I use the Premier Conservative Gold Company. They're my gold company. I'm doing business with them now. I love them. I trust them. They've got five-star ratings across the board, according to the Better Business Bureau. You can't go wrong with the Harvard Gold Group. Give them a call at 844-977-GOLD. That's eight four four nine seven seven four six five three. 977 4653 to get a free investor's guide. Again, I'm telling you, don't take my word for it. Do the homework. Do do what you need to do to make sure that you know. And these guys, they will help you. They will put you on the right path. And they'll even tell you if maybe this isn't the investment for you. If maybe it's not the right time for you to get involved. But they are more than capable of making sure that If you're ready and you're in that position and it's time to go forward with it, that you can either get a gold and silver-backed IRA for your retirement, or they are more than happy to send you physical gold and silver uh, to your address or whatever address you want it sent to, and uh, they've got you covered. You can... Call the number that I gave you, or you can visit them at harvardgoldgroup.com. Either way, be sure to mention T-A-P-P when you do, especially if you're a colleague. That will uh, actually qualify you for an additional $250 of free gold and or silver uh, with a qualifying purchase. And that's on top of any other promotional activities that are ongoing. And they've got some promotions that... uh, but actually we'll put you where you can qualify for a considerably large amount of free gold and silver. So, it just requires a qualified purchase that's all. So, one more time, give them a call, get that free investors guide. <clears throat> give them a call at 844977gold. That's 8449774653 or give them a visit at harvardgoldgroup.com. Do it today. Don't hesitate. See what they've got to offer. You're delaying you're delaying protecting yourself. Why would you do that? Get some gold. It is handy. You're going to like it. I promise you. Just go do it. Why are you still here? I mean Listen, but but go do that. Okay, <laughs> let's take the mid hour break and I'll be right back. Thunder, thunder.
6: This is Kathy Barnett, the National Grassroots Director for the Vivate 2024 presidential campaign, and you're listening to Tim Tass and Tap into the Truth. Thunder, feel the
0: thunder. And the thunder. Thunder, feel the thunder. Lightning.
5: In recent years, much has been done to try and eradicate our Thanksgiving holiday. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards on today's page from the Edwards Notebook. As a little boy growing up in Cleveland, my dad taught me about the importance of Thanksgiving. He often reminded me that although there are those who hate our republic, but for some reason never have the intestinal fortitude to leave, but we the people are blessed to have been born in this land of plenty, where our Bill of Rights enumerates our inalienable rights. And the Constitution places restraints on government, or is supposed to. Dad would also talk to me about great Americans like the Pilgrims and Abraham Lincoln, who were motivated to declare days of thanksgiving and prayer. And other great Americans like Frederick Douglass, who grew to love and give thanks for being in America despite the worldwide practice of slavery. Dad taught me that if we as Americans have problems, we should seek providential guidance and give thanks were our real solutions, so that we would always be that sweet land of liberty and justice for all. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm Ron Edwards. Join me Second Skull is a protective
3: headgear company with a patented line of impact-reducing products. At Second Skull, we focus on head protection as our only priority so that we can be the absolute best at it. With an estimated 2.8 million Americans sustaining a traumatic brain injury each year and a half a million children being treated in the ER each year for a head injury, there have been recent declines in athletic participation levels. We believe that concerns and fears of head injuries are factors contributing to these declines in activity levels second skull has protection for every sport and for every athlete our product line of thin lightweight breathable and practical solutions are each tested at independent and accredited laboratories these products are patented and proven
2: when i invented my pillow my passion was to help each and every one of you and 20 years later all of your support is what keeps us going because of you we've been able to create thousands of usa jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition MyPillow. The Giza Elegance MyPillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty.
1: Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code T-A-P-P or call 1-800-659-9936. That's MyPillow.com with promo code T-A-P-P.
2: Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only nineteen ninety eight. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only nineteen ninety eight. From all of us here at MyPillow,
6: So Boone's Bourbon is a high-proof, cash strength bourbon at 117 proof. We are 75 corn, 21 rye, 4 barley. And at our price point, we're beating the competition at $40 in the retail stores. Boone's Bourbon is a family-owned business out of Charleston, South Carolina with my father, Mick Boone. Cheers, we hope to see you soon.
3: Hey, Jared, what's up? Well, my company gave me this Pride t-shirt. They say I gotta wear it to celebrate the LGBTQ. That's not really my thing, and, well, I sure as hell don't want to promote it. Yeah, I can understand that. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just tired of all this woke bullshit. I mean, I've worked 20 years for this company. Well, they've been great until they started all this crap. I just want a job where I'm not forced to support all this nonsense. Yeah, I hear
2: you.
4: I'm Andrew Krabshetz CEO of RedBalloon.Work, America's woke-free job board. We connect good employees with great companies without all that woke bullshit. So if you're an employee who's tired of all the nonsense, then put your resume on RedBalloon. And if you're an employer looking for hardworking, reliable job seekers, then post your open jobs at RedBalloon.Work. I'm Andrew Krabschatz. Wait, no, it's okay, guys. That's just my last name. I'm Andrew Krabshetz from RedBalloon.Work. Check us out today.
6: This is David Barker with Barker Financial. Thank you for listening to Tim Tap and Tap Into the Truth.
0: Well, running, I got a fever
1: of All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, thank you so much for staying with me through that break. I want to give a quick reminder to. Uh, not running the ads today but you guys definitely need to check out constitutional grounds copy the coffee you want in your coffee cup uh yeah that of course is ron edwards particular signature brand and uh it's good stuff it's good stuff now i'm a little torn though myself because uh, you know i've got a small equity stake in blackout coffee and I'm really enjoying the Blackout Coffee, too. and So I have an interest in promoting it, but at the same time, I have an interest in helping my friends. So uh, uh, check out Constitutional Ground Coffee. You can get a uh, 10% discount there as well. I uh, want to remind you also that if you do visit MyPillow, man, you go to MyPillow.com. You can, if you'd like. Go ahead and use backslash t a p p and it will automatically uh kick in all of the advantages of being a listener to tap into the truth but uh you know they're running some specials right now their holiday sales are ongoing. they've got so much great stuff it's so much more than just pillows, okay I know lots of times we think about my pillow and naturally you're thinking about the pillows. But uh, I'm still digging uh, my slippers here. They're warm. They're fuzzy. Now that the weather's finally starting to do this back and forth bit where we've got some cold time, I'm getting to really enjoy wearing them. It's maximizing that coolness uh, by keeping me warm. Uh, They've got great towels. We're loving the towels. They've got sheets. They've got all kinds of cool stuff. You really won't believe how good the stuff is until you try it. And they're running specials still uh, as they continue to celebrate their twentieth anniversary, so you know some of the lowest prices in the history of the company stand with Mike, stand with my pillows, uh help push back against all the efforts to try to destroy him and his company just because he had the unmitigated gall to stand up with donald trump I mean that's it. <clears throat> Now, with all that having been said, before we go into the remainder of the show in this last segment, I also want to remind you that uh, there is a really, really awesome holiday promotion going on right now over at Vanish Holsters. You can buy one of their ultra-comfortable holsters at a discount. You get that discount by putting in www.vnsh.com dot com backslash t-a-p-p that activates a discount you can buy one at that discounted rate and then you can get a second for 50 percent off of that already low discounted price now that is a heck of a deal and it's perfect if you want to own and use the world's most comfortable holster and give one to a friend or family member too now How is that not the best holiday gift that uh, you don't have going? Man, it's it's phenomenal. Now, I promise you, you're going to love this holster more than any other holster that you own. And the reason why is because you can use it to carry most any gun that you own in absolute comfort. It's so comfortable that you'll forget you're wearing it. And that's exactly why they call it the Vanish Holster. This revolutionary holster, it fits 99% of all semi-automatic handguns. It works without a tactical belt. It lets you carry in multiple position, and it also lets you conceal two fully loaded magazines. Best of all, yeah, that's right, that's not even the best part. If you're a gun owner, if you've had issues with holsters, you're thinking, man, this is great stuff, great stuff, great stuff. Wait, there's more? There's something better than that? Yeah there it actually is believe it or not because it comes with a money back guarantee so if you don't love it if if you feel like i led you astray if you don't absolutely love the vanish holster you can get all of your money back with a hassle-free return policy now important to remember a couple of things here number one this is a special holiday deal so it will expire soon and let's also kind of be real. You guys know what's going on out there. Criminals are more emboldened than ever. The threat of terrorism is just growing exponentially by the day. Don't make the mistake of not being armed just because your holster is uncomfortable. Again, go to www.vnsh.com T-A-P-P. Go there right now. And have a holster that makes it a pleasure to carry all day, every day. Once you start carrying, once you start using a Vanish holster, you'll never stop carrying. All right, so this will be the last Tap into the Truth broadcast before Thanksgiving. Uh, We will not be doing the live Friday show uh, this week as Doug is actually going out of town And as a result, we're going to enjoy the holiday here as well. We're going to spend some extra time with family and friends. And, uh, you know, that's something that I hope that all you guys will do. You know, I often start rotating Christmas music into the bumper rotation once we are past Thanksgiving. It's a hard rule here. I don't like to get too much into Christmas until we have thoroughly celebrated Thanksgiving. And as much as I enjoy eating, and I'll enjoy that aspect of the holiday as well, a lot of good food, a lot of good cooking, at least for most folks, that's really not the point. I like to hold off on celebrating Christmas. It's Until we have Thanksgiving for a few reasons. Number one, once we are at this stage of the year, every single year, it becomes a hassle. It becomes hectic. We get all caught up in stuff and we miss the point, which is to slow down and enjoy a little more time with your family. To enjoy a little more time with your friends. You know, that extended family that you choose, not just blood. And we should be doing that. With everything else going on, we need to connect with the people that mean the most to us because that is what helps to center us. It's what helps to energize us, to to keep us invigorated when it comes to the fight. It reminds us of what we're fighting for when we're fighting to restore the constitutionally limited, federated republic that our founders put in place for us, and that it is, in fact, our responsibility to hold on to, to maintain, to pass on to the next generation. We need to teach them why it is important that it stay that way, why the Constitution works, how it works, and why it works. A lot of us have dropped the ball on that one. We got a lot of young people out there uh, that they see every part of the Constitution as somehow being uh, an American. Oh, that's that's not in line with democracy. Well, if we don't have a democracy, guys. We have a republic, and it is a constitutionally limited one, based on the idea of. Federalism, based on the idea that the states have a certain amount of sovereignty, that our federal government should be limited, that it should have very little control over our lives. In fact, that most of us should be able to live for decades of our lives and not have to have any interaction with the federal government, short of paying our taxes. And I think one could make the argument that even that might be a bit much. <laughs> Look, it's, it is the holiday season now. You know, as far as I'm concerned, holiday season kicks off at Halloween. Uh, and I think we should all just kind of roll into it. And it's not done until after we've rung in the new year. Because new years bring new possibilities, especially this upcoming year. With elections in play and the opportunity to put the country back on a better path. But it's not about the government. It's not about what's going on in the news. Again, be aware. Be prepared. Buy some gold and silver. Get yourself a Vanish Holster. Get... All kinds of goodies from our friends at Four Patriots. Make sure you stock up with some Einstock or some Boone's bourbon. Make sure that you're uh, taking care of your future by investing with bean stocks. All-, all this cool stuff. If you know somebody who's getting married or planning to, get them signed up over at uh, Honey Fund. And it, it's just, you know. Realign your focus Spend that time That quality time With the people that mean the most The people That you're willing To stand up and to Figuratively and if need be Literally go to war for Stop worrying about Who you're going to war with And reconnect with the people That you're willing to go to war For that you're willing to stand up for, that you're willing to stand between harm and them. That's part of why I think Thanksgiving is such a great holiday, because the reason so many on the left want to see it destroyed, want to see it skip right over it. And again, I'm not angry at people that have so much of the Christmas spirit that they want to go ahead and celebrate it. I'm angry with the people that skip Thanksgiving because they missed the point. It is very hard to ignore the religious aspects of Thanksgiving. We should never just blow past an opportunity to catch our breath, take a beat, and be grateful. Because when gratitude is the majority of your attitude... I'm really not trying to write a bumper sticker here. Then so much in your life will realign and start moving in a positive direction. It is just that simple. And that's what I want for each and every one of you. Even if you're somebody that's only listening because you're on the other side and you want to know what this crazy Tim guy is saying. I want things to be good for you. I don't want you to have to suffer through the things that the policies that you generally tend to support might cause. Definitely don't want other people to have to suffer because of it, but I don't want you to suffer either. I want all Americans to to enjoy great bounty. And I I want all of our allies and all of our friends and all the freedom-loving people around the world to get to enjoy the blessings of liberty. But there's only one way that that happens, and it requires us to recharge, and it requires us to put a focus on God, and it requires us to put a focus on family. That's what's great about Thanksgiving. That's why the left feels they need to destroy it, because... You have to, you have to have that focus on God to truly be grateful, to have that gratitude. And when you focus on family as an actual unit, something, your own little clan, a group, something to be a part of a a community in and of itself that doesn't require government to subsidize. It doesn't require some government agency to define for you. A group that you can share values with. Your values, not the forced upon us values. When you've got that, well then suddenly the desires of the globalist leftist, they, they become moot. They they lose power over you. They lose authority over you. And once you've refocused on family, once you've refocused on the reason why you want to be in the fight then we can transition into refocusing on Christ which is the whole point of Christmas now i know i'm being very christian centered right here because you know that's that's where i'm coming from i don't mean to leave our jewish friends out of the discussion they want to talk about hanukkah the the hanukkah miracle the You know, we're respectful of that once we get into December. But I'm still coming from a place of Christmas because I'm a Christian. So when I say Merry Christmas to you, that's because I want you to experience the same joy that Christmas brings to me. It's not meant to be offensive to you. And if you are someone that's a Offended by that, then it's because you want to be angry about something. It's because you want to be offended. You want to find a reason to, to be angry at me and not like me or anyone else that does that. You want to destroy Thanksgiving by calling it an affront on Native peoples and Indigenous peoples and But Thanksgiving is about being grateful. It's about giving thanks to God. And it's also about being thankful to those indigenous peoples that offered friendship, that that offered to help so that the bounty of this world can be embraced, enjoyed, and so that survival of people from different cultures could be insured. There's a lot to be grateful for. And in particular, if you are here in the United States of America, so much to be grateful for. The poorest people in this country live better than 80% of the rest of the world. For every last one of you that's out there whining and ungrateful about how unfair, how terrible, how systemically messed up this country is, you're still missing the point, and you need to step outside of the borders of the United States for just a little while and see for yourself how great it is here. There's no other way to to really have it hit home. You got to see it for yourself. Meanwhile, you can take my word for it on that, but please don't. Don't take my word for it. Go see for yourself. If you have the opportunity, take full advantage of it. But to use indigenous peoples or some bad things that have happened in the past as an excuse to try and destroy a holiday that's meant to be family focused, meant to realign you into an attitude of gratitude. Well, it's very disingenuous. The people that put you on that path are, at any rate. Reevaluate. These holidays are what you make of them. And these holidays were designed to be phenomenal. And for conservatives in particular, don't be in a hurry to skip past Thanksgiving, don't be in a hurry to skip on to Christmas. Let us enjoy all the traditions. Let us transition into Christmas from Thanksgiving. Let us give thanks. Let us enjoy the time and let us move forward together, energized as we move into the new year, after we've realigned our heart and recentered our lives. That's what this time of year is for. I've been sappy enough. Is that a a strong enough Thanksgiving message for you? I I hope so. (laughs) All of the above. And I do hope that you all have a great holiday. However you define that, however you celebrate it, however you engage in whatever traditions you follow. And remember don't take my word. Definitely, definitely don't take their word for it. Be prepared to put in some effort, and most importantly, use your brain if you really want to tap into the truth. That's it for now, guys. Again, happy Thanksgiving, and uh, let's, uh, let's enjoy the holidays. Take that time. And I'm out.
0: is using both hands. Founders knew the Second Amendment was the final one to keep. So hold Is using both hands... In both hands
7: evil is powerless if the good are unafraid,